Movies and musicals on RTE Lyric FM, sponsored by IFI at Home, the new streaming service from the Irish Film Institute. Come home to film. Come home to ifihome.ie. Movie news. Oh, spoke too soon. With Gareth Daly. Right. Good afternoon to you, Gareth. Now, of course, the Oscars this year will really be remembered for Will Smith, his bad behaviour. You almost forget that he also won Best Actor on the night. It was such a strange one. What is the story with his career? Have you any news on, on the latest? It's, it's a really hard one to call. I mean, we've two pieces of news around it. One involving a project that he's attached as a producer on. Uh, it's a project called Brilliance. And it's kind of been a passion project for him and Akiva Goldsman. Um, and the hope is that he, he is going to star in it, though he hasn't committed. This is based on a best-selling novel trilogy. It's a story set in the future where Brilliance, they're a rare 1% born gifted with superior mental abilities starting from 1980 are carefully tracked by a government. Uh, Smith was set to play a federal agent whose task would using his own gift, the ability to read body language so well that he can predict people's moves to infiltrate a radical group and hunt down another brilliant who can plunge the entire country into a devastating civil war. So it's hard to know because mm-hmm. Apple have been fielding this. They have a movie called Emancipation that he stars in and they had planned to release it uh, this year in the hope that it would be a sort of an awards favourite type film. It has it has basically everything about it. Antoine Foucault directs it. It's uh, Smith playing a slave in the 19th century. America who's on the run from his captors and becomes well known after his abuse scars are shown in a newspaper. Apple paid about $120 million to distribute the film back when it seemed like a surefire awards contender. They have hinted that they may continue to plan and release it this year uh, for such contention but at the moment emancipation does not have a release date so people are very nervous mm, um, it is very hard to gauge how audiences will react yeah. um, when Smith reappears back on screen but you know he was a very much a liked actor up until that mm, event exactly, whether yeah. he can redeem uh, many factors we just have to wait and see but certainly a lot of nervous people with expensive yeah. projects sitting there waiting to see what they're going to do with them. All right. Uh, tell us about Lily Collins. Yeah, she is about to star in a new TV series called Razzle Can, the infamous crocodile of Wall Street. Yeah. Now, this is a limited <laughs> series. Great title, yeah. actually. Yeah, and it's based on a New York Magazine article, and it's going to be a crime thriller and character study which focuses on Isla Liechtenstein and Heather Morgan. They were a pair of entrepreneurs who stumbled onto a hard drive containing 3.6 billion in stolen Bitcoin. The show is going to unfold sort of through their eyes um, and and kind of shows you what happens them throughout the the whole endeavour. Charlie McDowell is set to direct. Uh, They were both arrested actually in February and charged with attempting to launder all this money. The couple now face up to 25 years in prison um, and have been in talks with prosecutors over a plea deal. So Lily Mm -hmm. Collins set to star in that and it sounds like an intriguing uh, one for a limited series.
Now, director Adam McKay, we know him uh, more recently for directing last year's climate change satire, uh, Don't Look Up. It kind of got mixed reviews. I personally really really enjoyed it. What news yeah, on Adam too. McKay? Yeah, I thought it was a really good film. Yeah. I, I really liked I really it. Too, yeah. I was surprised it didn't it didn't sort of surface more. Yeah, he's kind of, you know, he's following up on that because he's making a huge donation to climate to the Climate Emergency Fund and he's about to give $4 million. And he's also joined its board of directors. So it's the largest contribution since the fund was founded in 2019. Wow. So, as you say, when you consider, you know, what he wrote in that script and the yeah. big sort of warning, he's out there kind of just saying, you know what, I'm going to, to, to put my money to good use. And the fact that he is doing this will hopefully, I haven't seen it get a lot of attention that he's 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 doing this. No. But um, Abigail Disney, a noted um, producer as well, mm-hmm. uh, an activist, she's poised to put money into the fund as well. So it's attracting some, some good people. And I suppose, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio is someone who campaigns quite a lot as well. Yeah. So maybe just the collaboration between between McKay and him and Don't Look Up and whatnot is, is, is making them all think. And it's great to see. It definitely is great to see. Anna Kendrick, is she going behind the camera? Yeah, she is for a project called The Dating Game. Uh-huh. And actually, buyers at the Toronto International Film Festival were really interested in it. There was a lot kind of looking to, to get involved with it. Um, it, it sounds good, the, the, the film, because she's going to star in it as well. Okay. It's sort of stranger than fiction, true story. Cheryl Bradshaw, a bachelorette, bachelorette on the hit 1970s TV matchmaking mm-hmm. show The Dating Game, whose bachelor pick turned out to be a serial killer. So you couldn't write it, really. Um, Production on the film is set to start in Vancouver in late October, but I think it attracted a lot of attention at the festival and and, uh, no surprise, really, in terms of she's popular on screen and now behind the camera as well. Uh, So there you go. That's uh, Anna Kendrick. Very good. Now, of course, the IFI Documentary Festival kicked off on Wednesday, running until tomorrow. Uh, You've news on the uh, Sinead O'Connor documentary. It did well on the festival circuit. Is it getting a cinema release, uh, Garrett? It is getting a cinema release, as you say. Yeah, it did well at the festival circuit. I mean, it premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. It went on and has won multiple awards, including Best Irish Documentary at the Galway Film Fla as well. It chronicles Sinead O'Connor's uh, career. So October 7th, it's going to be released. There's also a trailer out right. as well. It's directed by Catherine Ferguson. So yeah, uh, a lot of um, a lot of good uh, vibes around that in terms of how well it has done. And now people will get a chance to see it on the big screen as well. Very good. What about a trailer watch for us this week? Yeah, so this has a big cast. We'll get to that in a moment. So it's set in the 30s. It follows three friends who witness a murder, become suspects themselves and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in American history, but it's called Amsterdam. Amsterdam. We formed a pact and we swore to protect each other no matter what. We find ourselves in a situation where we're accused of killing someone, which is not true. You and Woodman fled the scene. The killer pointed at us. We didn't do anything. Why would you possibly think that was us? Well, there's not too many people that fit the description of a doctor looking for his eye on the ground with his uh, black attorney. Yeah, Gard, it looks intriguing. That's uh, Amsterdam. Quite a cast, as you say. 
a very big cast. You've got Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Robert De Niro, Chris Rock, Rami Malek, Taylor Swift also in the cast as well. David O. Russell directs this and, you know, it, it premiered during the week at, I think it was New York Film Festival and I saw some mixed reviews yeah. but at the same time I think that happens a lot with O. Russell's type movies. Sometimes they're they're loved and sometimes people um, don't get them. Um, so we'll, we'll wait and see. I didn't write down in my script actually here when it is coming out. I think it's late October uh, is when I did see that it's coming out. So that is Amsterdam. It's Amsterdam. Uh, coming to new releases in cinemas this weekend. Uh, this one uh, got no press <laughs> at all. We're going to start with Don't Worry Darling. We ask for strength, <laughs> food at home, a house clean, and discretion above all else. Boys and their toys. At least we know they're getting work done. Welcome to the Victory Project. We're all here because we believe in the mission. What are we doing? Changing the world. What are we doing? Changing, Changing the, the world. world. That's right. What do you think they're really doing out there? Yes, that is the big question. What are they doing out there? Um, I, I loved the look of this trailer, I have to say. And then uh, the, the press around it was just extraordinary, wasn't it? It kind of went wrong yeah. in terms of the build-up for it through interviews, through commentary, through different things, uh, to events at the premiere, mm. uh, and just rumours that it was not a happy set. Um, and that that's very strange in terms of how it probably took the focus off the film um, and the filmmakers as well. But it's set in 19... 1950s housewife played by Florence Pugh living with her husband played by Harry Styles in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company may be hiding disturbing secrets Olivia Wilde uh, stars and also directs uh, the film Yeah and I thought I'm kind of mixed on it Garrett and that um there's no doubt about it. It looks incredible. So, you know, I think there could be Oscar nods there for production design and costumes. Big thumbs up, as always, for Florence Pugh, who gives a super performance. Mm. Look, Harry Styles is a very successful pop singer. Maybe he's too famous and too recognisable just to pull off the acting career, too. He, he just doesn't quite cut it. And he and Florence, you know, look great together, but she's just so superior as an actor. I'm afraid it sort of shows him up. And sadly, plot-wise, it just falls between too many films for me. There's a bit of Stepford Wives, then there's a bit of The Village, then it feels like a bit like The Truman Show. It just didn't all hold together to me. So I left not quite content. And yet I realised at the end I hadn't moved. <laughs> so well, I go. was gripped by it. But I didn't leave content. So it's a bit of a mixed bag, I, I think. It just doesn't quite work, but... Um yeah, curious you're mentioning Harry Styles because he's actually in a movie called My Policeman, which got decent reviews at the Toronto Film Festival. Mm -hmm. So his acting career might ignite uh, yet. You don't, you we don't know. know. You so know. So, yeah, you All never right. know. What else will be on the big screen, Garrett? Well, Avatar has been re-released uh, in 3D, so that's in, in some cinemas if you want to go and revisit James Cameron's uh, winner from uh, uh, the Academy Awards of, what, 2009. We've also got Blonde as well. We've we've spoken about this one a number of times. This is Anna Darmus starring as Marilyn Monroe um, and it's going to be released, I think, on Netflix is it next week as yeah, well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's getting a short cinema run. We also have an Irish movie 
I really liked it. Antonia Campbell Hughes directs it. It's called It Is In Us All. This is about um, a man who comes back to his home and on the way there he's involved in a shocking car accident that sort of rips him apart and you, you sort of uh, follow his journey as, as he tries to deal with that. Cosmo Jarvis stars in it mm-hmm. um, and that's on release as well. And then we have After Yang. This is uh, Yang is a humanoid robot who married couple Jake and, and Kyra played by Colin Farrell and Jodie Turner-Smith have acquired as a companion for their adopted daughter Mika to help her understand more about her Chinese heritage. If we can't get Yang fixed I'm not going to buy another sibling for Mika. It is an interior core problem. I need your permission to break open the core. We've always known that some bots are equipped with spyware. You might not want this bot in your house anymore. I wish I had a real memory. Yeah, that is after Yang. You'll catch it in the IFI and Unlimited release this weekend. I uh, got to see this. Colin Farrell, as we know, is on a roll at the moment. He's great also in, in, in uh, After Yang. Opposite uh, Jodie Turner-Smith is always really good in it, I thought. It's described as a metaphysical science fiction drama. Um, I'm going back actually to the, to the look of this as well because it's very minimalist and we know we're in a time in the future where you can purchase a robotic child. But aside from the advances in technology... I like to look at the film. You just don't necessarily see it as a science fiction film. It, it's, it's, it's a brilliant look to it. And a really kind of random opening sequence featuring great choreography, which is very out there. Um, but it is all a little out there. It won't be for everyone. Uh, didn't quite manage to, to hold my attention. It's quite a pensive watch, but it's certainly different based on a short story, just about 90 minutes in duration, and it covers themes of loss and living uh, in an age of reliance on technology. But um, Colin Farrell doing great at the moment, as you know. What about a TV movie for us? Well, Cats is on RT2 tomorrow night thanks. at 9 Anything p.m. Else? <laughs> yes, thankfully. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a movie called The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah. I happened to see this movie. I think it's a very curious film. Mm. Um, it's about a man who's searching for home in the changing city, the city in San Francisco that seems to have left him behind. If you've not seen it, that is one to check out. I think because because it is a curious, curious tale. It's on tomorrow night on BBC Two at 10 to 11. I will definitely hit record for that. Gareth, thanks a million. Thanks, Aideen.